Welcome to the home of the blessed people, and here is our host pastor, Pastor Dayo Ademo. Praise God. So today I just want to challenge you, charge you, on this moment of the supernatural. This is a month of miracles, signs, and wonders. And I want you to know that God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for your life and regarding miracles, signs, and wonders. God wants you to live in the miraculous. God wants your life not only to be explained by natural means, but by also supernatural means. I fondly say, if your life can only be explained away by natural means, one has wasted eternal life. Eternal life is more precious than that. Jesus did not die on the cross of Calvary for you to live a substandard life, a cheap life, a life that can't count, a life that has no meaning, a life that can't impact and change and transform, a path that cannot make, uh, leave its footprints on the sands of time. That's not the kind of life Jesus Christ died for you to have. He said he's coming back from a glorious church, not a beating, battered church not a suffering church, not a church that is not overcoming in any shape or form or standard. That's not what he died for. He's coming back for a glorious church, the Bible says, a church without spot nor wrinkle. One of the characteristics of the end times church is that it's going to be a church. When I'm saying the church, I'm not talking of the building. I'm talking of you as an individual as an ecclesia of God, as the house of God, as a person God lives on the inside. The word of God makes us to understand that we are not just called to do miracles, we are called to live a life of miracles. Amen. So your life, my life, should be loaded with miracles. Miracles, signs, and wonders. Isaiah said, I and the children the Lord had given unto me are for signs and wonders. Come on, announce to your neighbor, announce to yourself, announce to your world, I am a sign. Oh, come on, say it like you mean, I am a sign. I am a wonder. I am a sign. I'm a wonder. Men and women and any kind of human being should look at me and marvel. When they are marveling at my sight, that is the normal for life. Are you listening to me? Because it has been written before my father was born, before my mother was ever conceived, that concerning me in the mind of God, that I'm a sign and I'm a wonder. And I've made up my mind. I'm going to live what God has called me to live. I'm not going to live anything substandard to it. If I'm a sign, I'm a sign. If I'm a wonder, I'm a wonder. Because of what reasons? Because I went to the best schools? No. Because I come from a certain class of family? No. Because I live in Canada? No. Is it because of the pigmentation of my skin? No. Why am I signing the water? Because God says so. Hello? Because God says so. Can you announce to two or three people that you know what God has said concerning me? <laughs> Let me inform you. Let me inform you what God has said concerning me. I'm a sign. I'm a wonder. Are you still wondering why I'm a wonder? Because he said so. Praise God. 
flash news, latest news. I'm a wonder. <laughs> the psalmist said, I'm a wonder unto many. But only God is my strong refuge. Some of you, you have been saying it, but this month you are coming to the reality of it. Uh, people who recognized you before, they will take a second look at you now. In the name of Jesus Christ. I'm a sign. Come on, say it one more time. And I am a wonder. Praise God. Miracles. We've often defined miracles in this church. If you're a member of Royal House, you know this is the atmosphere. This is the air we breathe in. We live in miracles. We don't only believe in miracles. We live in miracles. The miraculous is our normal and natural atmosphere. And what is miracle? Write it down if you haven't written it before. Miracles is simply the suspension of natural laws for supernatural laws to take effect. There are natural laws and there are spiritual laws. Praise God. I want you to be conscious of that. The Bible makes reference to it. He said the law of spirit and life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. There are laws and there are laws. One supersedes the other. Spiritual laws supersedes physical laws. Amen. What are miracles again? It's the suspension of natural laws for supernatural laws to take effect. Now, is miracle for everybody? It's available for everybody. But is everybody enjoying miracles? No. Because there are certain things you have to consistently do to live a life of miracle. I want you to join the people of God today who are living in this life. Because the Bible says, of a necessity, some must enter. It's not for all. Some must enter into this rest. There is a place of rest. There is an estate of God you can, you can live in. The Bible says that all of us are called, yeah, but they are called out of the court. The, the important thing is that you must be part of those some that must enter. How many people are ready tonight to enter into the realm of the miraculous? That every day of your life is miracles. When you wake up in the morning, even the kingdom of darkness will be saying, the dangerous one is alive again today. What shall we do? That becomes your normal. You command everything to be at attention, to obey your command. Hallelujah. Because natural laws, as far as you are concerned, must be suspended for your spiritual laws to take effect. Are you listening to me? I said, are you listening to me? Praise God. Praise God. So quickly tonight, how do I live in the miraculous? How do I make my life? Like I told you, it's, not a, it's more of an exaltation tonight. How do I live in the miraculous? How do I make the miraculous my natural phenomenon? How do I make my own life? When people are saying, oh, wow, I'll say that's very normal. Praise God. It's very normal. That's the world or the atmosphere we live in. Praise God. How do I live in miracles? Number one. You must operate on the law of spirit and life in Christ Jesus that has separated you or suspended the law of sin and death. Praise God. How does this take place? 
live in the realm of the spirit. Live by the laws of the spirit. I'm telling you today, I'm saying live a supernatural life. Live a life that suspends the natural and puts the supernatural in place. How do you do this? It's simple. You create the atmosphere of the supernatural around you. How do I do that? The Bible makes us to understand in John, the book of John chapter 7. He says, Jesus Christ was talking. He said, now is the time where true worshipers will worship him in spirit and in truth. That the Father seeketh such. God is always looking for true worshipers. And these worshipers will worship him in spirit. Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Take precious time to invest in the atmosphere of your life. Many people don't know how important it is to operate in the realm of the spirit. They say, oh, kingdom of God. Where is the kingdom of God? Listen to me. Some people say, oh, we have to travel far to get into the kingdom. We have to do this. Listen to me. It don't, it's, it's not far to get into the kingdom. Listen to me. Just close your eyes already. You are there. What did I say? Just close your eyes. You are there. <laughs> the supernatural. The supernatural in the spirit. Oh, when the spirit takes over my soul. Now, how frequently can you do this? Or how frequently can you enjoy this? It's infinity. Amen? It depends on the habits you have formed out of it. How regular you are to the throne room of God. I've been in churches that it will take 30 minutes. It's a struggle to get into the presence of God. You will know that the atmosphere... They don't create it regularly. Either the individuals are not involved regularly, or maybe the church itself is not creating that kind of atmosphere. But I'm challenging you today. You want to live in the miraculous? Begin to create the habit of being in the supernatural every day of your life. Amen? Every day of your life. Go for deep worship. Spend time. To connect to the throne room of God. Who can tell me according to the book of Revelations? Oh, I wish I had time to, to, but I want to get to the bottom of this. We would have gone, we would have done some exegesis, study the throne room of God. Who can tell me what goes on in the throne room of God day and night? What goes on? Worship. So they, everybody say atmosphere. <laughs> That's the atmosphere of God's throne. Is worship. What did I say? What goes on in the atmosphere of God's throne? Worship 24-7. So now, when you connect to deep worship, what you are connecting to is the atmosphere of God's throne. Praise God. So what you are doing is you are bringing heaven to where? To the earth. That's what you are doing. Invariably, you just see uh, that song, that songwriter got it right. He says, atmospheres, but she, nah. what, what is he replacing the atmosphere? It could be a dull atmosphere. It could be an atmosphere of depression. It could be, you know, there are different atmospheres in the world. There could be atmosphere of hatred. That might be what's operating. 
or atmosphere of suicidal spirits. That might be what's operating. Praise God. Or atmosphere of boredom, sin. You can find those atmospheres. But when you want to change the atmosphere, you just bring the atmosphere of God's throne. Now, the, the difference is this. Be irregular. What did I say? Uh, be irregular. That simply means that you are constant and consistent. It's not that you're a stranger. They are still asking, you know, <laughs> praise God. Some of you know this. My wife walks across the border. In as much as, as she has been doing that for a couple of years, no matter how much they change the people at the, what's it called? At the, at the border, border control people. They have recognized that to the, to the, to the point that even some of the people, she will not know they know her. They will just greet her when she's coming. She will say, uh, 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 doctor, you're welcome. Uh, the day they called her doctor, she said they have promoted me. I said, what? Why? Because they, they, they have recognized her. So now, because of, why did they recognize her? Because of her frequent back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. They know her car. Even when she drives a different car, they'll say, ah, what happened to the other car? They, they already know her frequently. Now, why did they recognize her that way? It's because of the frequency. She's a regular. She's a regular. So that is the same way heaven should be able to recognize you. Do you understand? They know the decibel of your voice. That, oh, that wonderful worshiper is around again. They know atmospheres are changing. The atmosphere, in fact, they enjoy hearing your voice. They say one key is missing this morning. It's, it's your key they are looking for. When people make jest of my key, I say it's heavenly key. Praise God. Hallelujah. So be a regular. Tell your neighbor, be a regular. Let heaven recognize. Let heaven say they are missing your voice this morning. Do you understand what I'm saying? Be a regular. As you do that, you just discover that, wow, atmospheres shift for you every time. Amen. You are operating, and because you worship him in spirit and in truth, because the Father is seeking for such, you are satisfying the heart of God. You are pleasing God every morning. When you please him, there is something you get. It's called bonus. He just made God happy this morning. He just, he just, he just said, okay, son, ask me for anything. Ask me for anything. Just today, you have pleased me. Praise God. Praise God. There was a time in a general overseer's life. Of course, a man of God of that category, he has so many, much, so many prayer points. Every day he goes to the throne room of God. So God just told him one time, said, enough is enough. I don't want you to ask me anything. Just worship me. Uh, so he tried. The first day, he worshiped. By the time he got to the second day, God told him for the next seven days, I don't want you to ask me anything. Just worship me. Well, by the day two, he wanted to say, oh, Lord, that crusade in uh, <clears throat> 
don't ask me anything. Why they worship table, worship table, worship table. The third day, he said, oh, that woman that came the other day that had the issue with cancer, Lord, don't ask me anything. Just worship. He worshiped and worshiped and worshiped. By the seventh day, he now says, son, listen, you have pleased me. And this is what I will do in your ministry. This is what I will do in your life. Even things that he wanted to ask, that he didn't ask, God gave him bonus. I'm speaking over your life today. As you go into this deeper realm of worship, you will see God like never before. At this time, in his ministry, you can say, he's a man of God in a class of his own. God told him, you haven't seen anything yet. God says, I'm taking you to a new season. And there was a time, if you remember, in his life, maybe if you reverse 20 years ago, there was an outbreak of miracles. That's what led to it, is what I'm sharing with you. He entered into a realm of deeper worship. I see you go into realms of worship you have never tasted nor handled before in the name of Jesus. That's what brings the miraculous to your life. Before you say it, it will answer. Before you decree it, it's done. Things that will take you hours before, it begins to take you minutes and seconds because the atmosphere of your life has changed. I prophesy to the atmosphere of your life today, it will be nothing compared to the new season God is bringing your way in the name of Jesus. Don't forget the key you have learned tonight, deep worship. When you operate in the law of spirit and life, the main key there is worship. Ah, thank you, Jesus. It overrides the law of sin and death. If you look at sin and death, they bring separation. That's all they bring. They separate you from God. And that's not what God wants for your life. He wants intimacy. He wants you to be closer to him. Receive that in the name of Jesus. Quickly tonight, number two. Live a lifestyle. Live a lifestyle of the supernatural. How do I get into supernatural living? We often talk in this church about the force that created the world. The world you and I live in is created by supernatural means. Amen? What, what are the two elements? Let me check. Because this is Bible study. Let me check with the church of the living God. Two supernatural elements that is responsible. The force that created the universe. Let me hear from your lips. Number one. The world, clap for yourself. Ah, this royal house, I'm sure you guys are wounded guys, loaded with the world. Number two, the spirit, oh, clap for yourselves again. All right. So live a lifestyle of the supernatural. When I'm saying live a lifestyle of the supernatural, it means you don't joke with the word of God and the spirit of God in your life. That's the force behind creation. So if you want to create anything, excuse me, what do you need? What do you need? The word and the spirit. That's all. So that's why you must be strong in the spirit. That's in part one. We dealt with live a life of the supernatural. That is, 
in the first season, I told you how to deepen your spiritual experience. It's through what? Through worship. And don't wait for corporate worship in church. How's your own personal worship? The Bible says in the book of Revelation chapter 5, that when we worship God, it says, it says, it comes to his throne like incense. Hallelujah. That's the prayer of the saints, the worship, because some people don't know that worship is a form of prayer. You don't know it's a form of prayer. Praise God. He comes to his throne and it's always well pleasing to him. Amen. Oh, pleasing God should be your reason for living. I want to just please him. How do I please him? Worship. It's not about me. It's about him. Do you listen? Are you listening to that? It's about him. Most of the time when we come to God, we have our requests. We want him to do stuff for us. We want him to give us stuff. We want him to do things for me. Me, myself, and I. I alone and nobody else. Bless me. Bless my wife. Bless my children. I alone and nobody else. You know, that's the approach. Selfish approach. But when you make it all about him, even things you don't ask for, he will bring it for you. Can somebody say good amen to that? So a lifestyle of the supernatural is the word and the spirit. Words are important in the realm of the spirit. He said the words that I speak are spirit and life. Call those things that be not as though they are. How will I call them? Through words. Through words. Through, 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 through words. Now, in a normal day, how many times do you eat? Normal day. Uh, I'm not saying abnormal. Some people can eat six times, five times. I know you. Praise God. God knows you. Amen. Snack in between. Praise God. I'm just saying normal, regular day. How many times? Three times. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Praise God. Praise God. Three times a day. And even when some of us on medication, when the doctor gives you medication, you say use uh, three times daily. When are those three times? When he says use three times? After after meal. Praise God. He said when you take these three things, it will make you normal. Anything abnormal, <laughs> praise God. Anything abnormal, he will get you to the normal realm. Okay? Praise God. But I want you to know also, in the realm of the spirit, there's also a dosage that can make you well. Praise God. And that's the word of God. It's a good habit to pick up. Those of you finding it difficult to read the Bible, I tell, I tell people who find it difficult to do But you eat. He said, yes. I said, okay, make a vow that after every meal, you will also take the spiritual meal. Amen. It takes you about 30 minutes to have lunch. Some of you, it's one hour. You sit there. Until they tell you, break is over. Before you stand up. Praise God. Some of you use the whole 30 minutes for break. Beginning to the end. On the meal on the table. Praise God. 
you finish breakfast, sit down and have, have, have some time with the world. Somebody said, but if you eat the breakfast, there's no time. If you say you should read the word, you will, uh, you would uh, be late for work. Isn't it so? You say we'll be late for work. Then wake up early. Hallelujah. Leave room to read the word. You are doing it for yourself. It's going to improve your life. Your life will be of the better. And God takes note of those things. You are about to launch yourself into a supernatural lifetime, lifestyle. Look, let me tell you this. People who chew the word, people who meditate on the word, people who spend time with the word, don't kid yourself. You cannot be on the same frequency or the same level of power with somebody who just crams the word every time. You cannot discharge the same thing. Don't deceive yourself. Praise God. One will say, in Jesus' name, it happens. The other will say, in Jesus' name, 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 and nothing is happening. Why? Because the power in discharge. You see, the force of creation that should be coming out, it's not there. It's not born out of meditation. Praise God. So, all these things I'm telling you, these habits, they are to help you. That, ah, wait a minute, I've eaten breakfast. Let me eat the original breakfast. Then you spend time. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, good. You have eaten something. So, even when demons hear the decibel of your voice, ah, they know their voices and their voices. This voice is different. Hallelujah. They know it's one coming from a heart of meditation. One that has spent time with the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? Alright, that's where you ought to be. Okay? That's where you ought to be. Spiritually speaking. Spending time. Begin those habits. In At lunch, you are eating too. Dinner, after dinner table, you are, you are, you are eating something as well. Praise God. Those are what I call supernatural habits. What did I call them? Supernatural habits. Praise God. Supernatural habits. So I said, that is one. Meditating on the word. The other one, is praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit. Learn to spend long time. I, I want to challenge the younger folks in church. How many people have prayed nonstop, one hour in the Holy Ghost? One hour, nonstop. You looked at the time, you timed yourself. One hour, nonstop. One, two, three, four. Two hours, nonstop. You are calibrating it. Two hours, non-stop, in the house of God. Non-stop, two hours. One, two, three, three, three and a half. <laughs> non-stop. Okay, three hours, non-stop. Three hours, non-stop. One, two, two and a half. Four hours, non-stop. One, two. Five hours, non-stop. Uh -huh. 
six hours non-stop. Praise God. Ah, Uche, you have given up. Ah, you are all laughing. Did you do five hours? They are all laughing. They are all laughing. You that you have not done 30 minutes, your laughter was the highest one. Amen. Somebody did five hours. I don't say, ah, please, come and become my friend. It's friends like you I need in my life. Six hours non-stop. Seven hours non-stop. Eight hours non-stop. We have people who have done. I, I deliberately took that. I mean, did that exercise. For you to see that there are people doing this thing. They are living epistles. You see them. Praise God. Beside you. I was just saying oh, one hour. One hour you haven't done. One. Come on. Wake up. Do you get it now? So some people might be by your side, driving an electric car. You won't know how an electric car came. No, I'm telling you, uh, you don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. You see, before you judge a man, look for a secret. Ah, yeah, you don't understand. You don't understand. Some people have done something. Say, ah. How, did you, how are you able to put this kind of down payment down? Is it not the same? In fact, I, I earn more money than that guy. I'm sure. But you see, there are different things people are doing behind. I'm sure. If I didn't do this exercise today, you might have never known he has gone that far. At least over this congregation today now, maybe average of five people have prayed over an hour. In tongue. So what I'm saying to you is this. This is not to put you down. This is to tell you that there's still room. Where? At the top. There's still room. So you challenge yourself. Before this year runs out, let me to calibrate something. Amen? This Saturday coming, Thanksgiving is not all about tearing turkey all over the place. You can say, okay, it's time not to go to work, but what can I do? Can I just conquer this one hour pastor is talking about? Let me to enter record that I can do one hour. And put the clock. Set the alarm clock. Don't worry to look at the alarm. And go for a while. Just be calibrating. And if the alarm does not sound, you can come back and check it. Are you working? Because... <laughs> Praise God. Ah... Uh. In our younger days, we used to challenge ourselves, challenge ourselves. Let's pray six hours non-stop, 24 hours non-stop. Let's pray 18 hours non-stop. Let's do this. Let's do that. And praise God. We never knew one day we'll be landing on the pulpit like this. We never knew. We were just doing what is called exercising yourself unto godliness. That's being godly. Amen. So when you start praying, prayer is one of the proofs that you depend on God. When you leave your house without praying, you are showing you can make it back without God. That's what you are saying. You don't mean that, but that's what you are saying with your lifestyle. So let's build godly lifestyle. Luke 18. Let somebody read from verse 1. Thereabout quickly. 
then we'll take the last point. Then, have you been blessed? Yeah. So, everybody say godly habit. I need to build godly habits around me. That's, that's the entry to the supernatural. When you want a supernatural lifestyle, it's things like this. Things like this, you just see it. Now, I've shared this, I've shared this several times. Look, as a young teenager, we are, God have mercy. We, we did some dangerous things. Just, just lost the Holy Ghost. Now, this is not how I repair fridge anymore. I don't repair fridge this way. But as a young teenager in London, England then, things were so expensive. Your fridge must not break down. Because it cost, if it breaks down, you break down with it. Because the cost of repairing it as a student, I'm telling you the fact. You know pounds. Pounds is very heavy. <laughs> as heavy as it is, that's how difficult it is to get pounds. So your fridge breaks down, you don't even want to think about it. So lo and behold, house full of students, our fridge broke down. Praise God. Not good. Even, even right now, as I'm sharing the testimony, it's like uh, the depression wants to come. <laughs> it doesn't happen. You don't let it happen. That's a bad thing. Praise God. Probably my cousin is even watching right now. So my cousin said, oh, what are we going to And my cousin is, unbelievers call him unbeliever, for you to know that, how unbelieving he is. All right. So, and in those days too, these were the days you are stretching for the supernatural. You believe so much. In the, look, we believe God in a dangerous way then that the belief, you see these chairs is black. I believe God so much that I can say, turn to white and it must obey me. Like that, I mean, very strong. So, I was just angry that, wait a minute, there are people who don't pay their tithe outside. And their fridge is not spoiled. Why is it me that he wants to come and rob my money? So I just went to the fridge. I laid hands on it. I said, walk now in the name of Jesus. And the fridge, he started walking. Now I've told you, I've made a disclaimer. I don't repair my fridge again that way anymore. But I'm just trying to let you know the power of God was that available. In fact, I don't share this testimony in open... I mean, it's a family talk. That's why we are talking this way. Amen? Laid hands on it, and boom, it started working. After two years, my cousin still didn't believe. He said, no, it cannot happen. I said, but it's working. He said, what did you do? I laid hands on it. He said, you lay hands, and it works. Mm, you people, you people, you have started again. You started again. But the thing started working. Praise God. Amen? The supernatural is real. Are you listening to me? Don't go and share that testimony outside. I say it's family talk. Uh, because I can't be explaining to everybody how it happened. If you, ex- if you ask me to, I don't know. I just laid hands and it started working. Do you understand? Praise God. I say it can work for you too. Amen. Amen. Supernatural lifestyle. Put it into practice. Amen. Several times. Anyway, let's leave those ones. Let's move to the 
Luke 18. Did I say Luke 18? And he spoke a parable to them in this end, that men ought always to do what? To pray and not to faint. Another translation says, and not to give up. Another one says, and not to cave in. Another one says, and not to lose heart. Keep on praying. Praying is a lifestyle of the people who live in supernatural. I'm out of prayer points speaking tongues. Praise God. I don't know what to pray for. Thank him for everything. Amen. Oh, but I've thanked him and thank him again. Praise God. And so on and so forth. Anyway, read that where you get home. It talks about being insisting that God should intervene in your situation. Number three, how to live in the miraculous, keep on building your faith. What made me lay hands on that fridge is simply my faith. I believed and it happened. Keep on believing because that's how to stretch your faith. Do you understand? That's how to develop your faith. You don't develop it until you exercise it. You have a slight headache. The first thing to go for is not Tanano. The first thing to go for is the scripture. Try the scripture first. If you feel you can't bear the pain, yeah, go to your Tanano. Praise God. But begin to practice that these things can go in Jesus' name. Yeah. Don't say, oh, that's the way I was born. There are some ladies now, in your time of the month, in the time of what they call period, you have what is called menstrual pain. And they say, oh, that's how your grandmother had it. Your mother too. And you too now, you have inherited it. May you inherit good things. Your colleagues are inheriting millions. You want to inherit that one. Some inheriting something that is... My body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Ah, he must regulate, calibrate it, redivide it, and integrate and disintegrate. Ah, you do all the calculus there. Let it obey your voice. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Oh, first month you felt... And you know, it is when you want to live by the supernatural. The first month you do it, guess what? That is when the pain will come. As if the ones you have been having before was child's play. This one, you now excruciating one. Mm. Then you now know that, okay, you anoint that spirit of infirmity that was there. You now wants to, don't try that with me again. Even your mother did not try it. Your grandmother did not try it. You now want to, praise God. You said no. That's what Luke 18 is all about. Insistent. By power of persistence. That what the word of God says is final. I don't care you pain coming from anywhere. You are going to leave my body. My body is not the place for you. It has been purchased with the precious blood. And so on and so forth. Well, it might take a month. It might take six months. It might take eight months. It might even take a whole year. But one thing is you have insisted. It's not going to stay. How do you go? It has no choice but to go. Amen? 
Some of us, we have different things. Migraine. The way some of you call it, I have personalized it. My migraine. Oh, my migraine, it comes about 2 o'clock. And by 8 o'clock, it will go. My migraine. You know, you have so much, you have so much fellowship with you, you call each other by first name. Call each other by first name. So intimate. The Lord have mercy. You see, Jesus Christ told over 95% of people he healed. He said, be it unto you according to your faith. Not my faith. The supernatural is always available. It's your faith that connects you to the supernatural. So that's why we need strong faith in the world we live in. Don't go with weak faith, small faith, no faith. You can't. Keep on building your faith. Let me tell you one of the secrets to build your faith. G20. G20. Because some of you don't know when I was saying, did you uh, pray in the Holy Ghost for one hour? It's not just a toy exercise. Amen? When, when you pray the Holy Ghost constant, Paul said, I pray in tongues more than you all. Why was he doing that? See what happens. There's something supernatural that goes on when you pray in tongues. When you start building a lifestyle of praying in the Spirit. Jude 20. Come on. Let's have it on the screen. Rookie Friday. Okay. But ye beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith. How? Praying in the Holy Ghost. Your faith is built. Are you praying the Holy Ghost? supernaturally. You just see that you have faith for this thing. Others may be saying, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. Say, I'm sure. I'm sure. This is how to go for it. Many people talk about, oh, in God's time, in God's time. Excuse me. In God's time. When is God's time? Now. What happens for it to be now? Faith. The Bible says, now, faith is. It's now. So when your faith is in place, that's God's time. It has not yet happened because your faith is not in place. When your faith is in place, that's God's time. How do you get your faith to be in place? What did he say? Pray in the Holy Ghost. Whatever you cannot work out, God is working it out for you. It's working. You know, it's the language of the Spirit. You and God, you are one at that moment. You are praying to the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Have you been blessed tonight? Yeah. Come on, let's put our hands together. Thank you for listening. We hope you have been blessed by the word today. Please join our services live every Sunday, 9 a.m and 10.45 a.m. and Bible study every Friday, 7 p.m. at 95 Church Street, St. Catharines. We hope you have a wonderful week ahead and God bless you.